0: Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This show is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Check it out as the ultimate and commercial agent training, there's 21 one-hour videos, and even the most experienced brokers around the country rave about them. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. Well, market intel, forecast strategies, that's what we do. Well, this is kind of our end of the year show, kind of our holiday present show, where I'm just gonna provide you some ideas, uh, some strategies for moving forward into 2024. And I'm gonna provide some strategies for investors uh, for asset managers for lenders and then finally for for brokers to to manage through this time in our market here. Here we are at the beginning of 2024, the end of 2023. Well, let's first talk about some ideas for asset managers and property managers and property owners. Look, one of the things I think you want to concentrate on right now, and most of you are, is being more efficient with your operations on your properties, right? Uh, Look at all your systems, your technology, your services for your tenants. What can you do to retain and keep tenants? What can you do to efficiently make these properties uh more attractive to to tenants and keep the 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 money rolling, right? Another thing about is on proactive leasing, especially on office. I think some of the times when, when tenant reps deal with landlord reps or landlords directly, um there's not very quick movement. Though. There's not really proactive, great salespeople handling. So look at who's doing your leasing. You know, one of the things that apartment owners do. A good bit is test their leasing you know bring in a kind of a test tenant on a call on an email on a on a site visit and see how they're handled well office you can you should do the same thing see how your 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 reps are handling calls emails how fast are they moving forward how well do they do Um, you know you want to be proactive also look at the tenant rep fees. Do you have full tenant rep fees that are attracting? And making sure your buildings and your space gets on the list of every tenant looking. Is your property being marketed well in all the systems? You know, one of the things that we do when we're taking a property for the sale market or for lease market. Is put if it's a property that we can retail market. Some of the larger properties we can't. We have to go private, uh, ask to our direct databases. But some of the medium and smaller properties where we're fully marketing, especially properties for lease, you know, we'll just put them on almost every system that's out there. Make sure that anyone looking for spa- your space is going to find it and make sure it looks well. It's priced right, um, the deliverables are, are nice, um, and that can be very helpful. Another idea in office is spec suites. We're seeing that work, doing some smaller spec suites so that tenants can move in more quickly, maybe get a shorter term um, uh, leases. Another thing to think about if you have a property where you're just having struggle getting tenants in and you're and it's marketed well, the, the deliverables are good, Um, and it's just not leasing. Well, maybe it's a pricing problem and maybe your pro forma numbers are just not gonna work right now. So think about putting some dirt in the hole as as I've heard uh, some of our brokers say, hey, until this economy moves forward and turns around if your property's having some uh, leasing difficulties. Another thing with property owners today and asset managers is uh, some folks are dealing with uh, rate risk, uh, maturity risk on their loans. Uh, maybe you have a distressed property, or maybe it's just a, a maturity risk, a uh, rate risk, where you've now got double interest rates. Property's not going to support it, and you're trying to move forward there. And now maybe you have to come in with a lot more equity, or go back to your equity f- for uh, a com- another commitment. Just look at those situations carefully. You know, uh, these these things will pass. The market will get better. Um, if you have a, a lender, you know, lenders are going to work. Well, with you, if you're a cooperative borrower, you know lenders today they don't really want to own your property and foreclose uh, because their recoveries can really be diminished by going that route. Uh, we are getting foreclosed properties listed now here at Bull in the Southeast, and and yeah, you know, figure the sectors, the biggest ones, office, but the ones they foreclosed on seem to be the ones where the borrowers were just not not very good borrowers. They weren't working well with the lender or the properties. Um, so get out in front of it. Have a realistic plan for your lender that can work. You know, it may be taking the existing note and dividing it into an A note and a B note, where you're right-sizing the A note, uh, with the B, be more of a hope note or a pre prefer- return for the lender. So that if you put more capital in the, in the property, you know, it makes sense uh, for the folks doing it or for you doing it yourself. Another thing that uh, if you have distressed property and loan situation is uh, some lenders are doing DPOs, discounted payoffs. One of the things that some lenders like to see you do, uh, rather than try to get a discounted payoff that uh, is based on refinancing at the moment, is get one that's based on selling the property. You know do a forbearance agreement if you need one with the lender and put the property on the market with a full process that vets out the highest best paying buyer for your particular asset um, and then the lender has less of a discounted payoff they're more apt to work with you to work through the property that way all right let's talk about some ideas for investors today I think you know this can be one of the best times you know I've been doing this for 35 years and you know where I've seen investors make the most money get the greatest returns and build wealth is when they bought in down markets right contrarian investing and i know it's tough and and you got to have the the money to do it right and fortitude emotionally to do it but that can be the 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 best time to buy i've had some of my clients over the years that when i call them in a good market and you know so michael that's cute but you know we only buy when when the market's down you know Commercial real estate, multifamily real estate, is usually considered a long-term hold. So if you are buying in a down market, hopefully you're getting a better selection, better properties. You're coming in at a lower basis. You have less competition. So it can be a great time to buy. What I like to tell people who aren't in our industry about timing the market is consider it this way. If you're at a holiday party, a New Year's Eve party, and everyone is talking about how great the market is and they're flipping contracts and how great the real estate market is, it's time to sell. <laughs> that's when you should be selling. If you're at the party and people are talking about, oh, whoa, is me, the real estate market's terrible, uh, then that's the time to buy. So think about that when you can do it. Another idea for investors today, are companies that use space, it's a great time for you. I mean, it's a fantastic time. A lot of you running companies are trying to get more of your folks back in the office. You want, uh, you see the benefits for them and your company. You want an office and an, a location that people want to go to. You know, I've seen some of these offices where I'd be kicking and screaming too, not wanting to go to work at the office, you know, when I see them. And so you want to have a great environment uh, for for your um, your employees. One of the things that we're seeing is a lot of owner-occupants buying buildings from very large corporate headquarters to down to, to smaller buildings. It's a really good time. And I've sold buildings, industrial buildings, office buildings, um, for users uh, that had been in a business for a long time. And they bought a building at some point, kicking and screaming usually because they want to invest in their business, not in real estate. Uh, but they did it to maybe control occupancy cost or they they um, ha- just found the right building. Uh, and then they run the business and keep going and doing and doing and doing what they do. And then when they sell the building one day, they're like, it was almost like a surprise to them. You know, wow, I can't I can't believe it because your time flies when you own a building. And we're seeing a lot of owner occupants now by uh, uh, office, industrial and and retail. So get out there and you think about lending right now, right, some lenders have slowed down a little tougher on their underwriting. Um, some some lenders are, don't even want to look at office at the moment. So, but if you're an owner occupant, they do want to lend to you, right? Uh, we're we're selling some office properties uh, around Atlanta right now that're foreclosed by banks, and they're just incredible deals. I mean, they're the deals with these buyers will look back, you know, in probably five years and go, wow, that was that was an incredible opportunity. So think about it, uh, think about buying uh, properties for your business if uh, if you run a business. All right, let's give some ideas for lenders, right? For lenders. You know, I think one of the things that you want to think about it as a lender, um, if you are putting the brakes on lending for a certain sector, let's call it office, <laughs> it would be causing your own problems, you know, for your own industry because you know if there's no financing then it's going to compress values and compress the values on the properties where you do have loans on. So I think you want to be out there be proactive uh, doing loans in all sectors and not just taking a carte blanche look at say office and say oh we're not doing any office right now. This could be some of your best loans. I think you know as I've seen lenders go through these cycles and we've worked for hundreds and hundreds of banks during downturns and seen what they've done wrong, what they've done, done right. And one of the things that can do work really well is in a a market like we're in right now is these might be some of the safest and best loans you've ever done potentially, right? You've got buyers getting in at, at a lower basis. You probably got a lower loan to value, higher debt yield. You've probably got an even better spread than you had when the market was very competitive and you're competing with a lot of lenders. Another thing you'll do is really create good relationships. You know, when you're a lender that's coming through and doing everything you can to help uh, investors and, and property owners during uh, a market like this, then you come around, you come through as a real winner and they really want to deal with you forever. I've been there personally um, and I can tell you it really works. You can build some really good relationships. If you're a lender with some troubled loans, um, well, a couple things there. Uh, one is is try to you know communicate with the borrower, uh, make sure they realize that hey, you're on this team together. It's a it's a challenge you both need to go through. It's not one against the other. A lot of times we come in, brought in by the, either the lender or the borrower to come through and hey, help work things out. You know, not not lowering, lowering up, uh, just coming in and looking at a, a workout that can really work, that that makes sense based on market uh, data and what's going on at the moment. Sometimes, um, as a lender, you might just say, "Hey, what maybe I'll just sell this note," and and if you can get a good price for it, fantastic. But a lot of times, that you're going to get some b- pretty big discounts. One of the ways some lenders are getting through this is through discounted payoff with the borrower. Now, if the borrower is doing a discounted payoff that you're accepting and they're doing it refinancing, um, then they might be getting a lower number than if they put the property on the market for sale, went through a full process, and uncovered the buyer that would most value the property. Uh, you might get a, a higher recoveries on these loans by doing a, 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 a ch- working with your borrower in that way and putting on the property. A lot of times we see lenders that, We'll require it in a forbearance agreement that hey market it with bull realty for example and copy me on marketing updates on offers on counter offers so you know it's being properly marketed all right then i'll i'll end up the show with um some ideas for brokers right some brokers you know it, it a down market like this a cycle it, it's happened i've been through them and one of the things you want to think about is as an agent or a broker this can be a time for really improving your processes, your efficiency, uh, your training. You also just wanna pick up the pace as far as the time you spend in your business, the calls, the amount of contacts to clients. And you wanna be very valuable to your clients, right? One of the things you don't wanna do as an agent is let the the space between your ears hurt your business, right? Your, Your thoughts, oh, it's a down market. No one's doing anything. Uh, you know, so you start doing less and making less calls and less contacts. I've seen it over and over through these downturns. The brokers who just diligently work hard through these downturns can really pick up market share. Uh, we've, we've done it. Uh, our, our, this business has been around 26 years at Bull. And, and even before I had the company, uh, my business always grew. I grew market share in down markets. Well, why is that? Well, one, some brokers get out of business. One, some brokers just contact clients less. Um, and then clients, if they're selling a property, might look a lot closer at what the broker actually does. And if you've got a great process, then you're going to win more market share. And that's what we've done over the years. And so when we grew regionally, um, when in the last downturn, because you know, you do a great job for a lender. Um, then they want you to do work everywhere Uh, and sellers themselves they really want to know the process is done well Um, another thing is to i mentioned it is training as an agent it's a great time to to train more i think one of the reasons some agents fail um, is because they're just not training well i think oh i've got a license and i know i'm good with people and you know uh, i don't i don't need i don't need no stinking training so uh, train well. And here's here's a couple of, here's three ideas on the training. Uh, one, uh, take the four CCIM core classes. You can learn more about them at ccim.com. Watch the 21 uh, one-hour videos multiple times at commercialagentsuccess.com. And also just read a lot about sales in general right As if you're an agent you're selling your services you're you're selling your your uh, client's listings for sale and for lease uh, you're negotiating and selling all the time uh, continue to train you know a lot of times i'll see brokers with some repetitive training that'll use what they learned that week and close another transaction and they'll come to me and say wow michael i've i've seen your training for many years and i've and i knew that but because i watched it again because I was in a training class again with you, it was top of mind. Uh, So it's a great time to train and just really add value to clients. Well, I'll end it with this. 2024, I think is gonna be a a great year for a turnaround. I think we're gonna see office demand come back faster than people think. I think you're already seeing it in a lot of markets with Class A properties uh, really having increased demand. Uh, I think as some office buildings get torn down, some office buildings get trans, uh, adjusted to other uses. It's crazy the, the, the amount of uses we're seeing for some of these office buildings. You see new supplies start to dwindle, um, and you see more of these companies start coming back. I think the office market could turn around faster than you think, and I'm, I'm really pro about the office market. So I think if you are an investor, um, then that might be the sector to, to buy in in 2024. All right. Well, that's my tips. I hope you had a good holiday. I hope you have a great happy new year. Uh, If we can help you in any way, please reach out to me directly. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. I'll leave you with a uh, short little holiday song. I went into a studio and did. Thank you for joining us until next week. Be sure that you always lead, learn and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show.
1: Is so delightful. Since we no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. Lights turn way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. We finally kiss goodnight. How I hate going out in the storm but if you really hold me tight and all the way home i'll be warm we'll fire slowly dying, and my dear we'll still goodbye as long as you love me so let us know let us know let us know when we finally kiss goodnight how i hate going out in the storm My dear, we'll still goodbye Long as you love me so let us know, let us know, let us know.
0: commercial real estate show is brought to you by Bull Realty for commercial brokerage sales and leasing in the southeast U.S. Contact our show host by email at michael at By Commercial Agent Success Strategies 21 incredible one hour agent training videos Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com And by Lumet For senior housing health care and multifamily financing visit Lumet Com. For more podcasts and videos, subscribe and visit CREshow.com.